0: And now, today's podcast episode. Welcome
1: to another episode of the Almost Awakened podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real, and grateful for this chance to spend time with you. The Almost Awakened podcast is where we spend this time together exploring community, the universe, sexuality, evolution, music, how to shed ego and work on shadow work, and tons of other topics that interest you and me. So buckle up. Sit tight, we're about to explore the human experience. Today we're going to talk about GameStop, the stock, GME, and what appears to be about to happen. This is January 29th, 2021, and you're watching something crazy happen. So let me give a little bit of the backstory, and then let me tell you about the squeeze. Some time ago, let's go back in time, 2019, GameStop its shares gme have gone down from let's say 28 bucks or so a share down to 4 dollars or so a share it actually gets to a low at some point of like 293 but when it's around the range of 293 3 4 4 bucks there is an anonymous person who on reddit goes by the name of deep fucking value and he decides that gamestop is a good buy. He's going to take a shot. And he ends up buying, I don't know, 50,000 shares at four bucks. And he goes on to Reddit's forum of Wall Street Bets. And he essentially every week or so is posting an update GameStop, GME update, weekly update. YOLO, you only live once. And he posts screenshots of the funds that he has purchased so that you can see that he is invested this deeply in the company GameStop. These updates happen every week. And so the Reddit forum Wall Street Bets, these folks are paying attention. And Wall Street Bets is a forum that is essentially full of folks, just ordinary, everyday folks interested in uh, the stock market. And it's a place for this community to kind of share tips and advice and talk about what to get into and what to get out of. And they're watching this Redditor, deep Fucking value share his updates. And they're seeing this thing start to pick up some steam. They see it start to grow. Another thing also happens. In 2020, there's a video on YouTube. The video actually occurs on July 27th, 2020. The title of the video is 100% Plus short interest in GameStop stock. Now, it should have said GameStop, but it said GameStop stock, GME, fundamental and technical deep value analysis. In this video, it is explained that GameStop, having gone down to $4 a share, the guy makes the argument in the video of two things. One is that the stock is undervalued, meaning that the price should be higher than what it is. So there is money to be made, In GameStop, he is making the argument that, and he shows all the data, that this company is actually in a good position to increase the price of its shares. But he says the reason the price is likely down to $4 a share is because hedge funds have bet what's called on the short side. They bet the short stock. And the way that works is they borrow against the stock and then have to return the stock later. And what they're doing is they're betting on the fact that the stock is going to go down. So essentially, I'm gonna borrow the stock, I'm gonna sell it off somewhere else, I'm then going to buy the stock later on when the price goes down, and then I get to keep the difference. Hedge funds have been doing this for years and when they do it collectively, when they put a lot of money on the short side of a stock, it manipulates the market into artificially pumping the stock down. Nobody's really paid attention or said it's illegal or come after these guys. And so they've gotten kind of arrogant to the point where, as this video points out, that the short side of GameStop actually went over a hundred percent. And this is called a naked short, naked because they're exposed. The folks on the short side have essentially borrowed against more shares of the stock than the stock actually exists. And in GameStop's example, they've actually gone up to about 140%. Now, that's one note that hedge funds bet on the short side, that GameStop is uh, undervalued by some, and that the hedge funds have pushed this down by betting on the short side. And in GameStop's instance, they went so far on the short side, borrowed against so many shares that they now have borrowed against more shares than actually exist. Now, in this Reddit Wall Street Bets forum, as Deep Fucking Values regular posts are apprising everyone else in the board that hey, the stock is going up, and as this video comes out in 2020, and other experts in the industry are pointing to GameStop being undervalued and talking about the short, uh, the short side of. These investments being had by hedge funds uh, exposing GameStop. This forum puts it together that if we just collectively go in, almost like our own uh, investment firm, kind of like here we are, we're we're Reddit Wall Street bets, and now we have uh, 2.2 million people in this forum, and we get 10% of them, whatever it is, to jump on GameStop, and that's what happens. People all over the place in Wall Street bets are throwing in on GameStop. And what does that do? That artificially pumps the price up. And so the price gets to, say, $16 or so a share. But here's what they recognize is going to happen. If they hang on to all of their shares, then the folks betting on the short side don't have any shares to buy back and return. If there's a lack of shares to buy back and return then that also artificially puts pressure on the stock to start going up, which is what we've seen in the last two to three weeks is the stock has skyrocketed. It is, as these Wall Street bet folks have said, shot to the moon, but not yet. And follow me, please. So the stock starts to edge up to $100, $200, $300. In the last 72 hours, I've seen it as high as 464 uh, for a brief moment and then it started to come down. The idea is that if everybody buys in and everybody holds their ground, then the folks on the hedge fund side who have invested on the shorts have borrowed the stock only to need to return it later, except that they sold it off and made some money and now when it goes down, they're going to buy it back and return it at a lower price. Except every time it goes up by that same value, they've lost the amount of money they put in. In other words, if you buy a stock at $4 and you bought $100 worth and it goes to $8, you now made $100. But when these guys bet on it at 4 hoping it's going to go down and assuming it will, when it goes to $8 a share, they've not only... Sold it off at the four bucks, they now have to buy it back at the eight bucks, which means they have lost an amount equal to their original investment. In other words, if they spent a hundred bucks, they borrowed a share, sold it for a hundred bucks, now they have to go and buy one for 200 bucks, the same amount of shares. That they had before for two hundred dollars to return them they've not only lost their original investment or paid it back essentially and been a wash they now have to go in the hole the size of their original investment and so every four bucks that the stock goes up these guys are losing an amount equal to their original investment so now imagine the amount of money that these guys are standing to lose as the stock is sitting at a hundred Or $200 or $300. But the problem is they own so much of this borrowed stock and they have to return the stock itself that they don't have any way to buy the shares even if they're willing to take the loss and get themselves out of the hole because all the folks on Wall Street Bets own the shares. So there isn't enough shares to buy. You can get a few at a time and work your way down so slowly. But in the meantime, you're going to put pressure on the market because of supply and demand. You need shares to buy and there aren't any. What does that mean happens? It means that the stock price, regardless of GameStop's viability... It means that the stock is going to artificially rise until we meet a point at which the buying and the selling is balanced. So long as Wall Street bets and the folks there hang on to these shares, then you're essentially performing what's called a squeeze. You're squeezing the stock to skyrocket until it reaches a point that enough folks owning the shares sell that the folks who need to buy the shares because they borrowed can get out from under the hole that they put themselves in. So over the last three weeks, you have seen the stock raising in price because everybody is having a collective conversation on the Reddit forum Wall Street Bets to the point where everybody there understands the situation. They understand the math, they understand the data, they understand that there are way more people betting on the short side of GameStop than ever should have happened. And it is setting up for this moment that you're about to see something, that perhaps, I should say, about to see something that has never happened before. A squeeze, the magnitude of which has never, ever been done, so long as these guys hold on to it. But here, the story gets even better. In the meantime, as the stock is rising, all these hedge funds that have invested on the short side are getting extremely nervous, and they see that, um, hypothetically, if they were to try to get out right now, they're going to lose their ass. And they also realize if they stay in and these Redditors don't sell their shares, they're going to lose their ass exponentially even more. So they're going to start using the tools in their tool bag to try to scare shares into being sold, to try to artificially pump the price down. And so they start a couple of things. First thing, on Wednesday, there is some type of effort behind the scenes To get some of these apps like Robinhood is the prime example, but to get some of these apps to start limiting the amount of buying and selling you can do, to essentially close off the market to at least some buyers or at least to some degree of bulk of those who are doing the buying. But Robinhood, the app that claims to be the app for the average person, right? Robinhood's stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. Robinhood, I'm seeing, and this is allegedly, they are backed by certain big kinds of investment firms. And these investment firms are playing on the short side of this stock. So Robinhood is essentially looking at its partners and realizing that this is not going to end well for uh, the folks that back Robinhood financially, these investment firms, not the end users, but the firms who handle the day in and day out, cash in and out. And so they're trying to do their part for their partners and they put out a notice to their users. And a lot of these folks are using Robinhood because there is zero charge for trades. And so you can buy and sell a stock without paying any sort of commission. Robinhood tells its users that they cannot buy GME, AMC, NOK, BB, and other stocks. You can only sell. Now, you can, like Ameritrade did on Wednesday, you can limit, because of the volatility, the buying and selling. But you can't be one-sided and allow some people to sell and other people not to buy. So there is some belief, again, allegedly, that Robinhood broke the rules, trying to help out its big business partners and trying to essentially force the market to start selling rather than making space for people to buy stuff up. So there's already you're seeing class action lawsuits against Robinhood for artificially manipulating the market and it will be interesting to see if they can demonstrate this past the threshold of culpability and showing that this actually occurred, and then hence a sentence of guilt. But there are other things going on too that we need to get to. The Reddit forums also see this happen. And so as the stock starts to come down, they are in Wall Street Bets, the Reddit forum, imposing on this mass amount of people hold your stocks, hold on. Don't go anywhere. Hang on to them. Don't sell. This ride isn't over. And you see these uh, apps like Ameritrade and uh, specifically again Robinhood um, begin to ease off and to let traders do their business buying and selling rather than trying to allegedly manipulate the market into the stock going down and forcing sales, uh, forcing these stocks to sell. The hedge fund owners now who have tried their first trick and have tried to manipulate these apps, allegedly, into uh, creating this uh, sell-off. And so they can get back down to 5 or 4 or $3 a share and be able to get out of this thing without losing their ass. They've now lost their first trick in the bag, so they move on to their second trick in the bag, which is called laddering down. The idea here is that everybody has borrowed shares, and so everybody essentially sells off their borrowed shares to each other, at a lower and lower price. So, hey, I borrowed at 30 bucks. I'm going to uh, buy it from you for 25 bucks. And then you're gonna sell it back to me for 20 bucks. And then I'm gonna sell it back to you for 15. And here's what happens when they sell their interest and ladder down. They're only selling to each other because they're the only ones who want to play the game. Everybody else at this point sees what's happening and doesn't wanna touch this thing with a 10 foot pole. So these hedge fund institutions start selling off to each other. What this does is it artificially does pump the price down. It does artificially manipulate the market into the stock starting to decrease. This is what you saw Wednesday when the stock went all the way down to about 180, I believe, as the market closed. But these folks and and these folks on Reddit in a normal situation where they don't have each other to talk to. In a normal situation, you and I would be holding these stocks and we'd be sitting at home and we'd see this thing crashing and we'd want to go sell immediately. Sell, sell, sell. Let's get out of this thing. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Let's get out before it goes down to nothing, before I lose all my money. Except we live in 2020, the day of the internet, where Reddit folks on Wall Street bets can collectively pump each other up and essentially rally the troops and get each other to hold on and go like, guys, they're just trying to trick us just trying to trick us, hold on here. So then I go to bed Wednesday night and I get up Thursday morning and I'm looking at the market just before it opens. And you can see pre-market, again, the market kind of in the day of the internet, the day of being able to do transactions after hours, the market to some extent stays open. It used to not be the case. It would close at four o'clock and that's it. Like then you didn't know what the stock was going to do until the next day. If any big breaking news happened in the meantime, there was no way for it to really affect the stock in the, in the nighttime, but then the next day when the stock market opened, you would see it again, and then it would start to react to the news. But today, the market stays open essentially through the night. You can do certain kinds of trading in the after hours. You're more limited, but there is access. As you watched the stock, what it did through the course of the night and early morning is it starts to climb back up. To the point where the, when it opens, it rises back up to like 419 and then starts to crash down again. Everybody in the Reddit forum, Wall Street Bets, is saying, hold on, hold on, don't let your stock go, don't let your stock go. And is essentially, for the first time, I think, in modern history, obviously, modern history because the stock market's only a modern thing, but in modern history, there is this ability for a mass scale of people to stay in contact with each other and in real time, and be able to support each other in understanding why things are moving the way they are. So during the day Thursday, the stock went down, and then it peaks for a moment, around 2 p.m., gets back up into the high threes, I believe, maybe even low fours, and then immediately goes back down to the mid-250s. And it's kind of hung around this 2-250 you know, again, it was in the hundreds, um, but it also hung around this 2250 for most of the afternoon. This did something. This showed the folks at Wall Street bets that they were right. In other words, the the highest point of pressure to sell to sell this stock off was when it crashed down to 180 on Wednesday and during the day on Thursday. When it was in those high hundreds, that was the moment that everybody should have had been scared and they should have sold their stock off, but they didn't. They Held on to it, and then you saw the stock rebound to the two to 250, showing that these hedge fund guys have used the trick in their bag and it hasn't gotten the results that they wanted it to get. So here we are now, it's Friday morning, 01 29, 2021. The folks in the hedge funds have used the tricks that they know to use, and they may have another trick or two. But what they've done by not creating the massive sell-off that they tried to initiate, they have essentially boosted the confidence of the folks on Reddit to, that now understand that there is still way too much money on the short side. I think still over 100%. I don't think it's quite at the 138 it was originally, but still at over 100%. And and these guys are claiming they're going to hold on to their stocks forever. At some point, these hedge folk funds have got to start buying these shares back and returning them to the places that they borrowed them from. So what could happen? What could happen is a squeeze of a magnitude we've never seen before. So let me kind of dumb it down a little bit. Let's say five bananas currently cost $10. Five bananas, $10. One ape on the market has five bananas. Now snake he asked to borrow five bananas for a bit. And instead of holding on to the bananas, he sells five bananas, thinking the price will go down. Called shortening. And he thinks it'll go down fairly soon. He thinks he can buy them later for less and then give them back to ape, so he makes profit on the difference. Except that a group of apes notice what stupid snakes are doing and decide to buy all the bananas on the market until snakes have no other choice than to buy from a group of apes in order to return what they've borrowed. If group of apes stay strong, then price will go up. Now, you see where that has to come to. At some point, these guys have to return what they borrowed. They have investors who have given them money to invest it in this way. And those investors are looking for a return. The other thing too is that those investors have only given so much money. They can't lose more than they've given. So if the hedge funds who are betting on the short side, if the price on those shares goes up so high, they're not only losing their original investment, but anything over the price at which they bought it, because they bought it, let's say they bought it for four bucks, they sold it. Got the four bucks, and now they're waiting for it to go down, but now it's at five bucks. They have to pay that. So now it's coming out of the pocket of the hedge funds, not the investors. So, what happens if these folks on Reddit hold on to their shares and there is a demand to buy these shares back? The price artificially goes up, not because of anything GameStop did but because of the way the market and supply and demand within the market works. If that price goes skyrocketing, if it shoots to the moon, as Wall Street Bets is supposing and proposing, you're going to cause a major financial strain on the market for lots of reasons, one of which is these hedge funds will simply not be able to pay back these shares. It will break the system. The other thing is, if you can imagine having bought $400, for instance, of GameStop at $4 a share, when it goes up to $500 bucks a share, $1,000 a share, we are talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. But it's hundreds of thousands of dollars in artificially pumped up stock. The money's not real. It doesn't exist, it's not there. Sure, you wanna sell your stock today, great, but when everybody on Wall Street Bets wants to sell their stock when it's at $3,000 a share, the money isn't there to pay it back. The system has been working in a way that doesn't represent the real money in real time if the system is strained by a situation like this. So what could happen? Well, one is that people could start to panic and sell. That was the hope for by these hedge funds on Wednesday and Thursday. Didn't happen though. The stock could shoot up to a certain degree and these hedge funds could handle it, but they would lose so much money. For every dollar, they would be losing thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on every dollar they they borrowed against. It also, if these folks on Reddit hold on to their stock long enough, it essentially would force this stock to go so high that it literally would shoot to the moon. And let's imagine for a moment that this stock went to $10,000 a share. At that point, if everybody tried to sell out, and it will take some time for those who are on the short side to get buy shares, and then sell them, and then buy them, like it'll just take time for this process to work itself out, that people will have a certain amount of time to sell off their stock. It will crash, but it will crash at a certain speed. And while it comes down, it will give plenty of time for these folks on Wall Street Bets to sell off their stuff. Except as they sell it off, there's not going to be real money to pay these people back. So the people on the front end of the sale will get their money, and then everybody else won't. So there is still pressure on folks to sell early. What's going to be interesting is seeing how long these guys are willing to hold on. Because if they hold on essentially indefinitely, they will, in no uncertain terms, break the system, because the system will not be able to pay out the money that has been borrowed against. So as these people turn in their shares and say, hey, I have 10 shares of GameStop, and as thousands and thousands of people do that, essentially all at once, we are about to see, if that happens, this system come to an end as we know it. So what's going to happen? Well, it's 6.50 in the morning mountain time on Friday, January 29th. I don't know what's going to happen, I'm personally invested in some other stocks that are said to be the next phase of this squeeze. So for instance, AMC Theaters, Nokia, BlackBerry, stocks like that. So folks, that's the story. If you wanted to understand why this is happening, what all has gone into this, and where we are at, now you understand the story with GameStop. Please consider helping us keep this podcast alive by donating. You can do that by going to the website, almostawakened.org. There at the top of the page, you'll see the donate button. Click that and send a few dollars our way. This takes lots of time and prep to do this podcast, but we're excited to do it. Help us keep it going. The outro music is brought to you by Dirty Heads, Sound of Change. You can email us at almostawakenedpodcast at
0: gmail.com. This has been another Almost Awakened episode. Check us out at almostawakened.org, where you can check out past episodes, make a donation to keep this podcast running, email us a question or comment, or find out more about the resources shared in today's episode. Coaching opportunities or extra support? Visit no spiritualitycom to meet with certified spiritual director Brittany Hartman.